the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made off money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, kicking off another week. From oh my! That's right. Oh my, indeedy. We're going to need to update. I think maybe a little bit of our intro sounds because I don't know who that lady is. I don't know if she's as fabulous as I am. And can y'all tell I'm in a good mood tonight? Could it be because my LSU Tigers are playing in the national championship tonight and kicking some hiney? So y'all send some good vibes my way. Give give my LSU Tigers a let's go. G-E-A-U-X, my peeps out there. Hey, lots of different ways for you to be a part of the show tonight in addition to cheering on my LSU Tigers. Give us a call. Our live number is 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. That's our live call-in number. Email me at andreakshow.com. Andreakshow.com. Don't forget, we got our podcast that is downloaded uh, or uploaded, I should say, usually by noon the next day. Great lineup for you guys tonight. Mike Gallagher, the one and only Mike Gallagher. Y'all listen to him here in San Diego from 6 to 9 a.m. every day. He's actually going to be in San Diego in August coming up, and he's going to be right here on my show in about mm, 10 minutes. And we're going to have a lot of fun with Mike as we go over some of the hot topics of the day and then tell you guys how you can come and have fun with me and Mike and Brandon Tatum in person at our event coming up soon. Hey, was that big thing that happened over the weekend? This Wagner group, is that how they pronounce it? Or Wagner? This coup attempt, was that a hoax? Some people are starting to wonder if it is. We have the uh, the Poland Consul um, Council, if you will. I, I, let me get his title for y'all. Council General is going to be here at the bottom half of the hour. You're going to want to stay tuned for that because obviously he's going to have some insight as to what really went on uh, with this Russian coup, this group, this organization. How does it play into Ukraine? Uh, what were what what was what would be the upside for uh, Putin to try to pull off or to pull off this hoax? So we've got that to get into tonight. And then we got a whole second hour coming up. What were the chants heard around the world, the perverted chants heard around the world? We've got we've got that to share with you guys. And we all remember the tea party, right? What did y'all see out of New York City today? <laughs> <laughs> an artist. <laughs> I think his name is Scott Lebedo. He's an artist. He held, he went over to uh, City Hall, I think it was today, and had uh, the pizza party. He, and he was literally tossing slices of pizza and chanting, give me pizza or give me death. What is that story all about? Well, stay tuned and we will share that with you guys. All right, before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins.
Now I'm, I'm wishing that I was there because I love pizza of any kind, any shape, any form. It was like a knife in the heart. I'm like, what are you doing throwing it, New York pizza out of over? Hey, as long like, as someone's catching it. Nobody was catching it. He was throwing it on the ground. Yeah, see, he was tossing the, it. Like, that's a waste of good dough. I know. It was like a stab in the heart. I wonder if it was as good as my homemade gave you and I the heads up. We would have stood there and caught it. I know. Um, it's actually a really, it was actually a really good move because it brought some attention to some insanity that's going on with the policies in New York City. We got to share that with you guys later. But I got to st- uh, kick things off with some updates for you guys on what I think is, over the weekend, somebody was texting me and saying, hey, are you watching what's happening with this Russian coup? I think this is uh, the, the biggest story or could be the biggest story that's happened uh, in the last century. And I said, no, not for me. I said, a sitting president of the United States who it, it, seemingly, given the, if true, these, and, and by the way, one of the pieces of evidence was verified today by Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's attorneys, that if any of these allegations, if any of this evidence, like the WhatsApp text message that was sent, if any of this proves to be true, uh, the fact that we have a sitting president of the United States of America who is caught in a bribery scheme to peddle influence and sell off influence to the United States to affect policy to a Chinese Communist Party, as well as other corrupt countries, probably would be the biggest scandal in the history of the world, in my opinion. And that seems to continue to be the case. Of course, Mayor Garland came out today and said that David Weiss... Last last week, just to, to catch you guys up, the IRS whistleblower Sh- uh, Shapley came in, Shapley, and made and 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 another made some allegations that um, David Weiss, who is the U.S. attorney overseeing uh, Trump appointee overseeing Hunter Biden, that he was told he was not allowed to bring charges in uh, D.C. or in California, and Merrick Garland came among other things. We also know that they. Um, tipped off Hunter Biden's attorneys to a search warrant. They tipped off Hunter Biden's attorneys to other things that were going on. They refused, uh, uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Lisa Wolf refused asking questions about who the big guy was, as well as any questions about the dad. And so Mayor Garland came out today and said, absolutely, David Weiss uh, could prosecute anybody he wanted. So David Weiss needs to be brought in. He needs to be answered. He needs to be asked questions under oath. What we do know is this. That text message that Hunter Biden sent who's uh, in July of 2017 demanding saying that I'm sitting here next to my father and we are demanding that you've come through with your with your end of your deal and it was a, a Chinese communist official from the Chinese energy company we know that that text message was true we know that he was with his dad at the time we know that within 10 days 5 million dollars showed up into an LLC account we know that in 2017, $10 million showed up in, in a, an LLC account that was unaccounted for. That alone, you can, you and I can't have $10 million showing up in an account without answering for it and where it's coming from. We know that he violated FARA as a foreign agent. He, re, he did not, and there their emails acknowledging that he knew that he was supposed to register. So um, I, I think that we now have... We now have a legacy media, mainstream media beginning to cover this story. And I think that we have, I think that as somebody put it today, that what Joe Biden tried to do with this plea deal, which now there's calls, as I predicted, for this plea deal to not go through, 
that what Joe Biden tried to do was sacrifice an arm of his family in order to save the body. And thanks to these two whistleblowers, that may not be the case. But there needs to be uh, there. This David Weiss guy should have already been brought in. He should have already been subpoenaed. He should have already been uh, answered questions under oath. Let's take it down to Florida for the uh, indictment of Donald Trump, because while we've got it's a tale of two presidents, right? We've got a sitting president with evidence all over the place of actual crimes and corruption and bribery of treasonous variety selling off the United States. That's the kind of thing that used to, when we were the United States of America, would get you shot at dawn. And don't be adding me. I'm not suggesting anybody be shot. But the indictment of Trump is a scam. And thank goodness that they decided stupidly on the part of Jack Smith and the Biden administration to switch venues and try to take it down to Miami because Judge Cannon is on the scene and she denied, we're going to take a break in a moment. I can't wait to get Mike Gallagher's perspective on this, but she denied the U.S. government's motion. And here's what the U.S. government tried to do today. They tried to put a gag order on Trump and try to ensure that 84 witnesses were sealed that he and his team and the public did not know who 84 witnesses were, that Trump would not be allowed to communicate with any of these witnesses. And the judge Cannon said, absolutely not. She did, she denied the motion without prejudice, meaning they could come back if they could make an argument to justify sealing this information from the public and hamstringing Trump in his defense. But I don't know what argument they're going to be able to make. Trump needs to be really glad right now that uh, his appointee is actually sitting on the bench. Um, that's a little bit of update on on where we're at with the Trump indictment. Okay, so we're going to take a break. We come back. Now that you know the updates on that, we're going to bring in the great Mike Gallagher and get his perspective. Is it time to go ahead and impeach Joe Biden? For the alleged bribery scheme. Is it enough? Is it currently the time to go ahead and impeach Mayor Garland? We're going to ask Mike Gallagher about it when we come back. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have that little bit of that smooth groove to kind of calm me down a little bit. My LSU Tigers are playing in the national championship tonight, the baseball championship against the Florida Gators. And I got to stay calm, my people, because this is a big one for us tonight. And I'm also a little nervous because I'm standing right now because the one and only Mike Gallagher, y'all listen to him every morning from 6 to 8 a.m. right here on The Answer San Diego, uh, is joining me now to talk about the hot topics of the day and to let you guys know about, we've been talking about it for about a week now, an event coming up next month in which Mike Gallagher is just going to have to sacrifice some time out of his life and come to beautiful San Diego where it's 75 degrees and sunny and join us in August on August 10th. Hey, Mike Gallagher, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, when I get threatened with having to come to San Diego and be on stage with the great Andrea K. <laughs> and the great officer Brandon Tatum, uh, believe me, I, the old, as the expression goes, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> so I can't wait to head out there. I'm so excited to come back. I mean, every time I've been able to spend some time in San Diego. I I fall in love with it all over again. And this will be great to be on stage with you and Officer Tatum. And we're going to, you know, break down the issues of the day. We've got a huge, huge election coming up. We're in the middle of political turmoil Mm -hmm. and uh, media corruption and all that's going with it. 
And who knows, by then we'll know if the LSU Tigers are going to be the NCAA National Champion. <laughs> From your mouth to God's mind? ears. Send it up now. Manifest it. Yeah. Lord, help me. <laughs> you know, you know I, I love, you know, it's so fun to watch college, the College World Series out of Omaha. I, you know, in, a, in another life, a number of years ago, I used to be a college baseball umpire. <gasps> I so didn't know I that. Was, Yep, yep. In fact, I got to work. I made it to the Division Two College World Series and did that uh, two or three years in a row. They they held it in Montgomery, Alabama. But you know, for officials, for sports officials, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, you get you get you even get a World Series ring when you get get selected to work the series. But wow. in Omaha, of course, Division One, that's big time. And you know, I was I was fortunate. I I, I officiated a number of games uh, for the LSU Tigers and worked uh, in the ACC and the Big Ten and the Mid American. Okay, Conference. then. So, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of then cool give me a go. Then give play. me a go, Tigers. Well, no, I, no, but umpires aren't aren't partial. Come on, it's not like we're not like big mouths on the radio. But when you're an umpire, you, got, you can't take sides. You know, it's not like having a talk show where you have to take a side. Now, the umpire's got to be straight down the middle and call balls. And I strike. know. But yeah, so. So I'm pulling for your I'm, I'll be pulling for LSU now just in honor of you. Andy. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I can't I can't wait to have you guys and Brandon Tatum, you and Brandon in, in town on on August. The thing is, is that while Salem Media were known for obviously being conservative and number one in conservative talk, it doesn't mean that our talkers don't all have different perspectives and all have their own wisdom, all have their own point of view, their their own analysis, given their certain, you know, their, their different experiences. For example, Brandon and Tatum with his with his police and his law enforcement background. And I think that's one of the things that makes us so exciting for people to listen to and why there's people that just never change the dial because they just hear it all. And then, of course, Dennis Prager with his, you know, philosophy and there's just in Gorka with his America first. I'd love to have you all all here and join the stage with me. Um, But actually, you know, then that might crowd me out. So I'm glad (laughs) I'm just glad to have my two my two faves, uh, Mike Gallagher oh. and Brandon Tatum here. So listen, y'all go, the, the space is, I, I don't know if, if Mike Gallagher even knows, is familiar with the space. It's where CW used to be here. It's the Encore Event Center. It is not like Petco Park. We have got a limited number of seats. So you need, y'all need to go and reserve your seats. Go to the com. Come for the VIP. We've priced this thing so everybody can afford it. Come to the VIP and hang out with me and Mike and Brandon Tatum. That's at five. We've got, we'll have yummy food. Y'all know I'll make sure the food is good drinks hang out with me and brandon and mike gallagher and then the town hall is going to start at six don't miss out on that we'll give this information well, out in a moment go ahead and and well and you know andrea we get to i have the benefit of getting to do this around the country we have such a loyal loyal audience in mm-hmm. san diego in fact brandon and i were, were kind of comparing notes last month we had a really really successful campaign to send the the children of american prisoners to summer camp. Uh, it's called the Prison Fellowship Ministry, and mm-hmm. it is truly a ministry. It's a, it, it was absolutely a campaign blessed by God. And I'm proud to say that, that Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum were the, were the bell ringers. We had the, the, wow. the, the biggest responses. Uh, we, we're sending thousands of kids to summer camp. And these are, these are Christian camps that these kids get to go to for a week. And these are the children of people who are incarcerated. The late Chuck Colson founded this, this ministry years ago after Watergate. Uh, he found the Lord and had a big conversion and uh, dedicated his life to ministering to the children of prisoners, because the thinking is, if you can steer some of these kids away from the choices that their parents made, boy, you're making a big mm-hmm. difference in the world. And and a lot of these young people who are right now 
in, engaged in all kinds of criminal activity. We see it in big cities and small all over the country. A lot of these kids just followed in their parents' footsteps, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and, and Brandon and I have a kinship because, of course, he's a former officer, and my foundation uh, is called Gallagher's Heroes, the Fallen Officers Fund, which uh, assists the families of officers who've been killed in the line of duty. And we also publish something called the First Responders Bible, which is a King James version of the Bible, as well as a spiritual fitness manual. So Brandon and I have a lot, you know, a lot, we're real simpatico. I love the guy. He's a, he is a, just a, he's got, he's a sharp elbowed guy. He, he pulls no punches. He doesn't suffer fools, but he's a, a big hearted guy. And so it's, it's going to be a, a, a neat experience because Andrea, as you know, from your years in the business, there's nothing like connecting with listeners in person, mm. uh, shaking hands and, and talking. And we get to say things in person that we might not uh, otherwise get to say on air. Mm-hmm. So it gives yeah. people a, a real good behind-the-scenes perspective of what, what we're about, and so especially the VIP meet-and-greet. That's yeah. a great opportunity to go one-on-one and to, to break bread and share some stories mm-hmm. and, uh, and shake hands and pose for pictures. So believe me, I'm, I'm so excited about August the 10th, and I hope everybody – uh, who's listening can come out and join us in person because it's going to be a great experience. And mm-hmm. listen, we we need to be energized. We need to be informed. We need to be engaged because, you know, like Larry Elder would used to say when he was on air, we've got a country to save. Yeah, you know, we're 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 in the thick of it right now. And the the culture war is at an all time fevered pitch. And we got there's a lot at stake right now. Yeah, there is. Um, we're talking to Mike Gallagher, of course, from uh, the Mike Gallagher Show, which I'll hear every day from 6 to 9 a.m. Uh, right here on The Answer San Diego. You can also follow him on Twitter at Radio Talker Mike, and his website is MikeOnline.com, and that's where you can get all information about all the different charities and things that he does, and as well as his podcast if you miss his show. Um, yeah, it, these are really scary times, and right now, Mike, it's like um, there's so much infighting going on between the DeSantis camp and his influencers and and Trump people and and it's really more and it almost seems to me like I'm going to be honest at least from from my perspective it's gotten really nasty from some of the DeSantis people and I think it's because that he's just not getting greater traction against Trump Uh, meanwhile you can see the the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ is just being laid bare for the American people there's nobody no way that you can deny the corruption going on uh, with the police state and uh, covering up the crimes of the Democrats and the left, how do we as Republicans come together and coalesce, win in 2024 so we can save the nation? Well, first of all, you know, the the battle between the Trump and DeSantis camps was my worst fear. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I dreaded it. I still dread it. I hate it yep. uh, because, yep. frankly, the real the real political enemy we have are these Democrats who are destroying the country city by city. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a Floridian. So I know what DeSantis has done as a governor. I'm also a Trump supporter. And from my perspective, he's the greatest president that I ever I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Um, Had these guys joined forces and they still might. You don't know what's going to happen. A lot could change in the next number of months. Uh, To me, the perfect ticket is a Trump DeSantis. Yes. And and, and people who say, oh, they can't do it because they both can't be from Florida. First of all, Trump lives in Florida and New York. It would take him about 30 seconds to change his legal residence from Florida to New York. So that's a non-starter. That's not an issue. They could both run. They could be on the same ticket. DeSantis is a young guy. If you had four years of Ron DeSantis as VP and then eight years of president of him as president, we got 12 years 
of turning this country around. And mm-hmm. that, would, that would really bring us back from the brink. I don't know that that's going to happen, but that would have been my preference. I don't like it either, Andrea. I don't like seeing them, them go at it like this. Um, it's, it's, it's what the Democrats want, that's yeah. for sure. Um, and and the, this expectation that the media would be kinder or gentler to Ron DeSantis is such a joke. <laughs> it's I mean, ridiculous. You see here in, oh my gosh, here in Florida, they call him a Nazi. They call him a fascist. I mean, the things they say about him in the, in the media, just in, in Florida. And it's confounding to people that they can't move the needle on Trump. He has got such a, a major, major gap, a, a lead over everybody else. And they can't figure it out. I mean, if you saw you saw the Faith and Freedom Coalition this mm-hmm. past weekend in D.C., I mean, Trump was given a hero's welcome. The left hates that. They can't figure it out. And the and the rest of the Republican field. I mean, what what what, what do you do, Andrea? If you're, if you're if you're Chris Christie, you go scorched earth, I guess, and you try to insult him and, and tear him down. That obviously doesn't work. They boot him off the stage in D.C. this weekend. Mm-hmm. If you're Ron DeSantis, you try to pull your punches a little bit and you are strategic, I guess. But but I, I don't know what's going to happen. What I do know is that it's still early and yeah. a lot can change. I don't believe for one minute that Grandpa Joe Biden is going to be the nominee in 2024. No. I mean, for crying out loud, imagine, Andrea, if Trump was on a phone call, if, if, if Donald Trump's son texted a, a, a dirty businessman from another country and threatened him to, to, to have a shakedown and said that my old man is in the room with me, mm-hmm. they would have impeached Trump 20 times by now over that. Meanwhile, this whistleblower, this IRS whistleblower, has credible testimony that that's exactly what Hunter Biden did, that he tried to shake down or did shake down a Chinese businessman. And shortly after that text, the Biden family received $5.1 million. We're almost out of time, Mike Gallagher. Should they go ahead and impeach Joe Biden, yes or no? Of course they should. Yeah. Of course they should. And it should have been done yesterday. It's they just excuses. It. I think they're going to. They're I think they're going to. But you've got you've got Lady Graham saying, oh, we got to we got to do it, you know, with due process. And we got to have the hearings. And y'all know we just got to ha- we got to do it the right way now. And, you know, one of the biggest enemy, one of the biggest problems we have isn't the Democrats. It's rhinos and Republicans who don't have a backbone. And that's been a huge problem. Thankfully, we got a lot of warriors, warriors now in the Republican Party. You got the Jim Jordans and the Marjorie Taylor mm-hmm. Greens and the, the Matt Gateses and those who are willing to, to fight. You know, Tom, there's a lot of them, right. but, but not enough. And hopefully we're going to fix that in 2024. Well, we got a lot of warriors here in San Diego and we're going to we're getting it riled up and we're going to have some fun with them on August 10th. So I can't, can't wait, wait to see you here. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Appreciate you, Mike Thanks Gallagher. For your hospitality. Keep fighting the good fight, Andrea. Take care. See you soon. Thank you. You too. All right. All right. Stay tuned, guys, because coming up next, we've got the Poland Consul General who's going to be here to explain to you everything you need to know about this Russian coup attempt that took place this weekend. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. 888-344-1170 is our live call-in number. You can email me at andreakayshow.com, andreakayshow.com. In fact, I just got an email. I'll read the, the, the full email a little bit later, but uh, she mentions in the email that she thinks that this Russian situation Saturday was, was a distraction. It was a deflection. It wasn't a real coup. So I'm really glad that we have on tonight Poland's Consul General in New York, Adrian Kubicki. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. And, and, Very well. Uh, oh, I did. Thank awesome. You. 
Thank you very much. Thank you for being with us tonight. Um, I'm super glad to have you here because I don't know anything about this Wagner group or some people pronouncing it Wagner group. I don't know anything about them. I'm not an expert in Russian politics, um, but um, so there's a lot of confusion and there's a lot of speculation happening today because some people are saying, you know, I've never really seen a coup attempt be able to be negotiated uh, in such a way. And before we get your perspective, if you don't mind waiting, Mr. Consul General, I want to play a clip from uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and here's um, what he had to say when asked about whether or not this was the beginning of the end for Putin. Clip eight, please. I understand this is very much a a moving and a fluid situation. One thing that Senator Marco Rubio said, he's, of course, a top Republican on the Intelligence Committee. He says that top military officials in Russia may have been replaced in order to get Prigozhin to back down. Have any top military, many top, any top military officials, forgive me, like the defense minister, been ousted as far as the U.S. knows? Uh, we, uh, we haven't seen that, that yet, but again, I think we'll see this unroll further in the days and weeks ahead. There's no uh, secret to the fact that uh, Prigozhin was um, very much a critic of uh, the, the, the military leadership, the uh, minister of defense, uh, the, uh, the head of the armed forces. Uh, so, how this uh, now unfolds in terms of uh, personnel, uh, all of that, remains to be seen. We are intensely focused on, uh, on Ukraine and making sure that Ukraine continues to have what it needs to defend itself, to take back the territory that the Russians have seized over the past 16 months. Uh, and we're very uh, focused on maintaining the unity of purpose and action that has been a hallmark of Ukraine's success to date. The president brought together not only the National Security Cabinet uh, yesterday, uh, but brought together leaders from uh, among and, our key allies and, uh, and partners. Stop he instructed there. the rest of us. Um, Mr. Consul General, so um, I'm, I'm confused because my understandings about this Prigozhin is that um, – that this isn't necessarily true about him being such a critic of the military, that he's actually an ally of Putin. What what can you share with us about the situation and what's true and what's not? Well, I think that there is not much that we know uh, for sure. The amount of certainty is is limited to uh, what is being revealed through the official channels, but it's, it's obviously a wise thing to do to also observe everything else, uh, uh, what is being published and and what shows up on social media and all across the spectrum. Uh, Obviously, what what meets the eye is uh, obviously uh, maybe different vision that uh, precaution might have on the military leadership. Uh, Some people even say broader that uh, also he is a main critic uh, of how Putin proceeds or decisions he's making in terms of uh, this invasion of, of Ukraine. Um, but if we try to encourage ourselves to, to some sort of speculations of what can be the, the, the second or underneath layer mm-hmm. of it, um, it's still possible that it might be some sort of a setup. Um, I think that the, 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 what we know for, for sure is that we don't know much um, <laughs> yeah. other than it hasn't been um, uh, anything substantial in terms of, of, of any changes. We, we hear a lot of rumors, by the way, that the Wagner Group, which is a private army, um, took over the, the control of some of the infrastructure, some critical infrastructure. 
uh, and th- that was their advantage uh, in those negotiations. Some people speculate that right now, a precaution, knowing some of the mechanism in Russia, that precaution might be under some life threat, obviously, since uh, he um, he betrayed uh, Putin f- for that little moment uh, in uh, on Saturday. Um, but I think we will learn uh, what was behind the scenes and if there was any purpose other than what we all speculate um, underneath in the coming days. And we also, uh, what is our concern? Because the situation in Russia remains the internal situation in Russia. And if we can hope for anything, we hope that if any changes come, uh, that there will be more pro-democratic and obviously um, the changes changes for good. Uh, but what we should be concerned uh, about is how the situation might influence the situation in Ukraine. And this is something that we still uh, don't know much about. Um, the Wagner Group itself is a group of uh, private army, private soldiers, consists of people uh, that are being considered the most cruel uh, without this um, uh, moral compass at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who don't have much to lose uh, participating in this war. Are they, excuse me for interrupting, Consul General. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, they're being described as Nazis. They're, that they are a Nazi group. Some people are saying that this is that, that in fact that they stopped their advancement at the same place. I think that Hitler's army stopped their advancement. There was all these comparisons over the weekend. Um, do, you, do is there any accuracy there? Well, if there is any um, additional symbolism um, that that adds to the situation on Saturday. Maybe this was just a message that Prigozhin sent to Putin. Um, about what he can potentially do um, if Putin decides to not proceed with some of the changes that maybe Prigozhin uh, sees are necessary. Uh, but again, these are all pure speculations. Mm-hmm. I think the most important uh, thing is what will be the Wagner group right now roles in the Ukraine's conflict uh, or how this internal uh, situation in Russia might translate uh, for something, well, some change for, for Ukraine. Hopefully, if any, we hope that obviously the, the good changes, not the changes for worse. Yeah, Although I mean, I, is a person that is known for advocating for uh, advancing, uh, enhancing the operation against Ukraine. So mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, that, um, uh, that he would be the advocate for for seizing the, the, the fire and seizing the war. Well, he has said Prigozhin came out and did a video, uh, said that he what that wasn't his plan to overthrow the government. Um, so, you know, and then then he ended up supposedly uh, somewhere being paid off twenty five million dollars. It just it's nobody's ever seen, to my understanding, an, an insurrection that's been negotiated and come to an end in this manner. So it's just led to a lot of speculation. And meanwhile, there's still uh, some people are saying that it was a way to draw the U.S. even more engaged in the Ukraine war, Ukraine war that Putin may have been behind it himself, because um, that way that it would draw with with speculation and people worried about Ukraine, that it would draw the, U- the United States more heavily into the Ukraine conflict. And that was and that's why Putin was behind it. So it is tough when the world is in a, in a situation of having to try to speculate with what's going on with what seemed to be a coup attempt. 
Well, I think I think the, the the reality is that whatever was the real purpose of this entire exercise and the events on on Saturday, I think we have to be conscious. Um, so it doesn't overtake uh, or distract us from the real problem and the real issue that is right now the the Ukraine. So whatever the purpose was, mm-hmm. I think that that this this risk of of this, uh, making us distracted is is real. Whatever happened and whatever was the reason why it happened. So I think we should focus, remain focused, and I agree fully with what um, uh, Secretary uh, Secretary mm-hmm. of State has, has said that we should remain focused on Ukraine, whatever happened in Russia, uh, to some extent, the, the speculating is pointless because we will figure out what was this all about in, in any time, probably sooner than later. Well, I hope uh, we do, so because if we can figure it out, then we can we can strategize. Right. And we can figure out what our next play is if we understand who the who they are, who the players are within them and able to figure out what their strategy is. And then we can you know, we can address it on our end. So I think that's one of the reasons why I'm curious and I'm, you know, uh, trying to speculate. Well, you know, here's the possibilities. What could it be? Uh, we've got a minute left. Um, you know, tell us about the impact on Poland. You, that's really must be where your concerns are. Well, obviously, Russia is also the neighboring country of Poland. And given the situation in Ukraine, we are, well, we could be potentially affected for what, what was happening. But we're observing the situation, analyzing the information. We're in close touch with our allies in permanent contact with all the leaders from Europe and also United States of America. Speaking of Secretary Blinken, our mm-hmm. foreign minister uh, had a conversation with him uh, two days ago about this issue. So uh, we feel safe being allied with uh, and having the information, the intelligence that is being provided from all over. Um, and we are obviously a part of it. So so th- th- in that sense, we, we consider that internal Russian um, a situation and issue without perspective of escalation, but we obviously have to keep monitoring. Well, I appreciate your being here tonight, and, and we'd love to have you back as, as this situation continues to unfold. Thank you. Thank you. Take good care. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, was this Hunter Biden laptop story, was it really just a story of a father's love? That's the way The View is trying to spin it. Stay tuned. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Just checking the score here. It's just 11 to 2 LSU against Florida and them Gators down there. And no, I did not name my boo Yeah, gator. I was just saying, maybe you should be rooting for the Gators because of Gator. No. <laughs> no, so you can love actual real Gators and not a lame-o mascot, okay? Um, okay. You want to know how desperate... I, I hate when we play clips from The View. Y'all know we can't stand them hags over there. We don't like them haints over at The View because none of them can ever string a cogent cent- sentence together. And it's always a bunch of nonsense. Um, but I had, we had to play this one for you guys tonight because when Hunter Biden's defense team is having to come out and say, yeah, um, that WhatsApp message that was extorting money out of the CCP guy is real. 
there's just not a whole lot left that they can do. That's why KGP, Mophead, and John Kirby last week just said, we're just not going to answer any questions because they have absolutely no defense. No defense whatsoever. So enter the new tra- uh, tactic, the new strategy to spin. <laughs> The Hunter Biden and Joe Biden corruption bribery scheme. Here's the new defense. Uh, Skins, please play Anna Navarro explaining what's really gone on with Hunter Biden in the laptop. The Hunter Biden story, the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. And Joe Biden has never and will never give up on his son, son Hunter, and will never treat him lesser than. And so he is a father first. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Some people were saying she was fighting off tears. And I, I reminded me of the Friends episode where Joey was teaching the acting class and he was telling him all his techniques. Skins, do you, Skin, do you remember this one? I wasn't a big Friends fan, but you know what? I do remember that episode. He put the, he would, he put the, like, the safety pin in his pocket and when he needed to make himself cry, he'd stab himself with the pin. <laughs> Is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? This is a story of a father's love. He's not going to give up on his son. You look, if you're going to try to emotion, emotionally blackmail me, you got to find a better actor than that. Okay. Mariah Carey was better in glitter than that. We're not, there's nobody able to put forth the sympathy defense for Donald Trump as they're trying to indict him. What didn't try to, they, it did indict him for doing absolutely nothing wrong, trying to throw him in jail. For nothing, for doing nothing wrong. Now they're trying to hamstring his defense. The real crimes are over on the laptop. We have evidence and proof that the FBI and the DOJ were burying it, covering up the crimes. And you're trying to make it be about a father's love. Oh, they went on to say about how, oh, you know, he's a, he's a recovering drug addict. Okay, well, since when is that a defense? If, and, and by the way, back years ago, when Hunter Biden left a rental car in a parking lot in Arizona full of crack pipes and all kinds of drugs, and when the Secret Service was called and said, hey, can somebody come get, you know, uh, Hunter's, uh, you know, somebody needs to come and retrieve the rental that he returned full of drug paraphernalia. Do you think that that's how it would have been handled if Don Jr. had left a rental car in a parking lot full of crack and crack pipes and stuff no maybe this pay for play scheme would have been stopped then if we'd actually had a justice department you're telling me there's a double standard yeah just a just a tiny one just a tiny one the good news is though here's what it's obvious when the legacy media is starting to jump in on on the story skins they have to for a couple of reasons first of all Um, the American people are learning about it much to the fact that they're trying to hide it. So that puts it, that puts them in, in, uh, in a jam, right? They're in a pickle at that point, particularly since they got Kamala. See, he wouldn't still be here if it wasn't for Kamala. I didn't pull the clip for you guys because it was too nauseating, but Joe Biden was going around today talking about how that Kamala, she's just so great. We have just done so much good together everywhere she goes. Everywhere she goes, it's it's a success. <laughs> she cackles everywhere yeah, she goes. Yeah, like Ocean Gate was a success. Yeah, how was that trip to the Titanic? Is that too soon? Sorry. 
Let's that I know. Let's play a clip of of Biden reading from the teleprompter. This is an appropriate joke. This is appropriate mocking. Clip six. And the next day, they sent someone out to survey her yard. As Beth wrote, this is the best thing that's happened to rural America since the Rural Electrification Act brought electricity to farms in the 30s and 40s. End of quote. <laughs> End of quote. <laughs> and, le- and the funny thing is, well, funny, you're The message said, end of message. <laughs> Do we still have that? No, but it's Oh, funny. I wish we had that. You you need to you need to isolate that and save us the end of it. We will it, get it and put, in, <laughs> and put it in the system for all time. And the, the even sadder thing about that is that that was the only part that I could understand that he was saying. The stuff before that, I had no idea what he was saying. Play it again, please. And the next day, they sent someone out to survey her yard. As Beth wrote, this is the best thing that's happened to rural America since the Rural Electrification Act brought electricity <laughs> to farms in the 30s and 40s. End of quote. <laughs> Can you translate that for me? Do you know what he was saying? But uh, besides end of, end of quote, no, I cannot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy. Thanks for the giggles, Biden. He was also asked another clip I didn't bother to pull today. He was he was leaving somewhere today and somebody from media finally asked him, uh, finally asked him, which was interesting. Hey, Joe, um, uh, Biden, President Biden, do you or do you still stand by your story to where you said you never had a conversation with Hunter about his business? Yeah. I still stand by that. And you know he's playing a game there. The WhatsApp, he's going to say, yeah, yeah, just because he sent off that text message with me sitting next to him didn't mean I knew anything about it. But the problem with that, I, the problem with that notion is there's too many emails on this Hunter Biden laptop. All right, now uh, stay tuned. Next hour, we got Brian Maloney. It's Mondays with Maloney coming up, and we got lots to share with you guys. Uh, there was some really... Nasty stuff taking place at a lot of events and parades going on over the weekend. I think maybe at this point things might have gone a little too far and and uh, we might have crossed the Rubicon. So Brian Maloney will be here to talk about that coming up. There was a new story last week I didn't get to. The FDA has approved fake chicken, lab-grown chicken. Who's, who's all into eating lab-grown chicken? KFC may be loaded up with all kinds of, you know, um, preservatives. I don't, I don't know about that. I know it's got th- what my fourteen herbs and spices, but at least it's chicken. So we're going to talk about that next hour. So stay with us. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K Show. Our twenty-four hour hotline is eight four four eight one four five two two seven. Email me at andreakshow.com. Andreakshow.com. Don't go away. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.